Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Here on this podcast, we're talking about how to consistently evolve and be open to failing fast. That is the key, guys, to being a leader. We have to be consistent. We have to evolve and change and learn and grow, and we have to be open and okay with the failures because it's going through those failures that's going to help us get to the final success that we're looking for. I'm excited about today's show. We're talking about how to be more strategic. I've got some tips for you, three things you can do right now to be more strategic. And then I'm going to share with you some fun stuff that's coming up in October. So stick around. Thanks for listening today. I am excited to get started. Welcome to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Whether you're the CEO of your life, your profession, or your business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and this podcast is the number one place to get tips and techniques for working smarter, not harder, using personal branding and authenticity. Now, hit the subscribe button, be prepared to leave a comment or review, and let's get started with today's topic. All right, so the first thing we have to do when we're talking about being more strategic is to just confirm for you exactly what the word strategic means. Now, the official definition is relating to the identification of long-term or overall aims and interests and the means of achieving them. That's the official definition. My definition is, girl, having an end game and a well-thought-out plan to get there. (laughs) All right, so here are three things you can do right now to be more strategic. Now, I am going to primarily be talking about how to be more strategic in your business. Um, But a lot of the things that I'm talking about here can be applied to growing in your career or building your career and also in just in life in general. But today we're talking about how to be a leader in your business and how to be more strategic in those efforts. And so the first thing is to niche down. Now, listen, we cannot serve. I cannot serve. You cannot serve. Everybody. I know when you first get started, you want to cast this wide net. And I've heard it so many times when I ask people, like, who's your audience? And they say, oh, anybody who will buy my stuff. That cannot be the answer. So let's just stop that right now. If that's what you've been telling people, no. That is a surefire way (laughs) to let people know that you just don't know what you're quite doing yet, right? You're not quite there yet. Because as leaders, we recognize that we cannot serve everybody and that we have to choose a line and we need to walk it. Now, does that mean every once in a while, people that aren't your targeted audience will fall into your net? No, that that's going to happen. And that's a plus. But really, you want to identify that niche of people that you really, really want to serve. And I'd say this all the time. You want to be a big fish in a small pond, not a small fish in a big pond, because you'll get lost in the shuffle. No one will be able to clearly understand what it is you do because you're serving everybody. You're trying to be everything to everybody, and you just don't want that. Now, I know it seems counterintuitive, 
But really, this is the best course of action, okay? Because when you try to serve everybody, it's like knowing a little bit about a lot of things. You know, my husband tells me that sometimes. I think, I mean, he fascinates me. We'll be in conversations with people, and he just always knows what they're talking about. He can always speak, you know, in that conversation. And I just look at him in amazement going, when did you learn about that? Like, how do you know about that? And his response is, I know a little bit about a lot of stuff. And that just means that he can carry on a general conversation, but he doesn't have any depth sometimes in some of the subjects. He knows enough to, you know, have a conversation with people, but it's not his area of expertise. Um, And so you don't want that to be you when you're trying to sell something, when you're trying to grow your business. You would rather know a lot about a few things than, you know, not... (laughs) You know, and to know a lot about a little things, because when you know a lot about a few things, you become a credible source on that specific topic. And people will start to come to you because they know that you have a a depth in this area that you can help them with. And that's what you want. Right. You want people to think that you're well versed in an area and you want to operate in your zone of genius. That's going to help you build your confidence. It's going to help you be more confident when you are working with people and knowing that you can help them achieve their goals. That confidence just sort of exudes from you. And then people want to work with you. And it's this cycle, right? So you you want to niche down and stay in your zone of genius. You don't want to try to serve everybody. That is how you can be more strategic. It's just really making up your mind and knowing that I really want to serve this group this I want to solve this problem for this group and I've got extensive knowledge in how to do that and it will show and you will start to see traction in your business I promise you now this happens when it's time for you to collaborate with people if you niche down um, it makes it a lot easier for you to get in front of a larger audience because now you can service sort of the same targeted audience as other people because you're serving a specific niche you're no longer competing with them trying to do everything but you can go to them and say I can handle this aspect of your target audience's needs and I will handle that and I will you know pass them off to you for your part and then vice versa they will can come to you and say, hey, I can do this part. I know you're very well at this. You do a very good job at this. It's not my expertise. I'm willing to um, really push business your way so that you can help these people, you know, in your area of expertise. So when you niche down, it makes it a lot easier to do that. When you're casting a wide net, you might step on people's toes and be a threat to some people and they won't want to work with you because of fear of you, you know, stealing their customers or you may not want to work with other people because you think that they might steal your customers. But when you niche down and you get in a circle, you could be in a in a pool of marketers, for instance. That's what I do. I'm in a marketing industry. I could be in a pool of marketers and not feel threatened because I know I'm really trying to help people align themselves with their brand and come up with the right message that's going to attract the right people so that they can then go to a social media manager or a graphic designer or a web developer um, and in some instances a marketing strategist and have a a plan of action that will work best for them and help them get results because I've helped them with the basics, the foundation 
of what they need in terms of their brand heritage, brand messaging, and their brand legacy. And now they can go off and get help from other marketers to actually execute on some of those things and achieve their goals. So there's no threat. There's no competition. So when you niche down, it really does make that part of your business a lot easier. Okay, the next thing, right, um, that you can do right now to be more strategic is to create content buckets. You've heard me talk about these content buckets before. If you haven't, just pick a podcast. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. If not, you can head over to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official, and check out my Be The Brand playlist. There are a ton of videos there. And there are many of them that talk about my content buckets. But here you want to create relatable, authentic content that makes organic communication easy. Okay, so your personal framework plays in here. And we've, we've been on a whirlwind with personal framework lately. But your personal framework really does act as a huge element in this area because when you develop your personal brand, it comes from that personal framework. And remember, we talked about that. If you did not check out my YouTube video on that, go over there, Andrea Patrick Official, and I've got a whole video on the four pillars of your personal framework. Because when you identify those four pillars and you set those standards and those barriers for yourself, it really does help you define your personal brand, which then can be leveraged to engage with your audience and determine what they really want to know the most. And when you do that, what you're doing is you are um, being so, um, you're aligning yourself really with um, your business and your personal life or your business and your why. And it makes it a lot easier for you to have those organic conversations to really learn what it is your audience is wanting to know, where they're going to get it and how they best like to receive it. And then what ends up happening is, you can start creating content around those areas. You'll start to see these categories be defined and you'll say, oh, okay, this is a common theme, but you'll get that from those organic conversations that I'm talking about and you'll be able to create these buckets of content that will help you then start creating what it is your audience needs and what it is that will attract them to your content, you know, whatever it is you're selling or, or whatever it is you're pitching at the moment, your, 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 um, your lead magnet or whatever it is, because you've created this sort of organic communication based on information that they're giving you, you then can create these buckets um, of content um, that you just, I promise you when you do it, it's like a plethora of, of just ideas will flood you and you're like, oh, wow, okay, I can create some content around this because these are areas that my audience is looking for and here are all the different ways that I can address this area and then that's how you can start to create content. Um, in addition to that, in addition to hearing what it is they want and having those organic communications and creating these buckets, you can also use your experience, your expertise, and your passion to create brand messaging that will increase your audience's engagement so that you will start to get that information from them. So you want to have these buckets um, of content that help you, you know, really give back to your audience what it is they're asking you for and helping you to identify the areas where you can serve best. I, this is a big one. I tell you, I struggled with my messaging 
for a really long time, even though what I'm saying now in my podcast and what's resonating with people on my YouTube channel and from all the different beta tests I've done from courses, I've found that I'm I'm not really the content is not different. The basis, the foundations of what I'm saying, the concept, that's the word I'm looking for. The concepts of what I've been teaching for the past 10 years has not changed. In my mind, I am saying exactly what I've always been saying. I'm getting I'm I'm trying my best to make sure people hear what I'm saying and helping them. And I've been able to help more people in this last year than I have in a long time because I needed for myself to step back and ask some of these questions and be have those organic conversations with people to really identify what it is they wanted to hear, what it is they were really needing. Instead of trying to put a Band-Aid on it and give them what I wanted them to know, what I thought they were missing, I had to hear them to give them what it is they were asking me for. Now, the thing is, the funny thing, guys, is that they were asking me, like people are asking me how to do these things that I'm sharing with you. And it's it's all based on the stuff that I've been saying forever. Like if you want to be more strategic, all of these things that I'm sharing with you right now all have to do with you really getting clear about your personal framework and really understanding how you are going to operate from that personal framework, which is creating your personal brand and then leveraging that personal brand. But for years, I've said signature style, I've said personal brand, I've said all kinds of things. And really, in my mind, I'm saying the same thing. But, you know, it's being heard differently now because of just the messaging and the way I'm presenting it and how I am putting my spin on it, my authenticity, um, and, and bringing my experiences and my expertise to the subject matter and now people are like oh okay yeah I see how those things connect so it's important for you to listen and hear your audience and have those organic conversations with them and using your expertise and your experience and your passions to really create messaging that will increase the engagement with your audience so that you'll start to hear what it is they really are looking for and and give them, give it back to them, give them those answers based on your solution and how you are trying to give that solution, if that makes sense. Okay, so we're going to move on to the third thing that you can do right now to be more strategic. But before I share with you the third thing, I want to tell you a little bit about something that is happening in the month of October. If you are a small business owner and you want to scale your business, October is the month to kick your efforts into overdrive. In addition to being Women's Small Business Month, October is my birthday month and I'm celebrating by giving away a gift every week of the month. That's right, four gifts that I'm giving away to celebrate my birthday and Women's Small Business Month. Each week, I'll be sharing actual lessons from my soon-to-be-launched signature program. And I'm holding nothing back in these lessons because I want to help you start, scale, 
and sustain your business. There is absolutely no cost for you to experience these trainings, but there is commitment. To learn more about this opportunity, you must join my community. But even there, I'm giving away a gift. Once you have joined, you will receive for immediate download my BU guide. It's a win-win. All you have to do is visit andreapatrick.com forward slash the BU guide to get your download, my very first gift, and experience and learn all about how to start, scale, and sustain your business with actual lessons from my upcoming, soon-to-be-launched, signature program. Go ahead today, grab that guide, and I will see you on the other side. All right, let's go on to the last thing you can do that I'm going to share with you right now to be more strategic. Obviously, it's not the last thing you can do, but I have these three points I'm trying to make, and this is the last point I'm trying to make. And um, this is going to seem kind of odd <laughs> to be in this podcast, but it's still something that I think you need to be strategic, and that is you need to learn how to self-advocate. There will be many areas in your business where you'll need to effectively communicate your needs and your value. And if you are a startup, this is so true and it's going to seem hard, I think, because I think when you first start a business, you're already dealing with imposter syndrome. So you're already questioning your ability to get the job done for the customer. But I would encourage you to practice and exercise your self-advocacy muscle because you started that business because you felt like you had a solution. And regardless of whether or not people know about that solution, whether they value that solution yet, you know it works because it's worked for you or it's worked for other customers. And you know what your strengths are. If you've done the personal framework work to identify those four pillars for yourself, then you know where your strengths lie. You know how to capitalize on those strengths and you know where your um you know where your limitations are and you know how to offset those. So operate from there first and that'll give you a little bit of confidence, but you will be able to advocate for yourself and really um you know make a name for yourself and be confident in what it is you know you have the ability to do. Um when you learn how to self-advocate, what you're doing is you're going to use your personal framework to set those parameters for yourself. And this is operating in your zone of genius. This is the ability to create those circumstances for optimal success. Um, this is being able to work the machinery. And <laughs> I say work the machinery. I want to tell you a little story. Um, you may know this. You may not. But I have a set of twins. And they're now 22, thank the Lord, but they were born 17 weeks early. They were born at 23 weeks and they were not expected to survive. They had a 20% chance to survive when they were born. And a little fun fact, they are five days apart. That's right, five days. Fun, fun, fun with insurance. <laughs> but yeah, they were born at 23 weeks and they were in the NIC, the NICU for that entire time for four and a half months. And so my husband and I, you know, obviously we prayed a lot, but we were in that NICU 
every day and we learned how to use the machines we learned as much as we could about their conditions what needed to be done the different types of doctors that were coming in and out I mean we were well versed in NICUology (laughs) and when it came time to talk about their treatments and things we advocated for them and we would say yes to things and we would say no to things we had to learn quickly and get proficient in what was happening to our children and be able to make life or death decisions quickly and the reason that I'm telling you this story is because we had to um, we had to to be advocates we had to stand strong and sometimes push back but we had to we had to know that that we had to know when to do it and when not to do it. And that is going to hold true for your business when you're working with your clients. You know, some clients are going to give you pushback. You've got to be able to self-advocate and explain to them, communicate with them the importance of what it is you're telling them. Um, I talk about this all the time, being able to leave a dollar on the table or give a dollar back. You know, if things are not working out. You cannot allow people to take you out of balance, um, to push you over the edge, or to take advantage of you. So you've got to be able to communicate your needs effectively and understand your value enough to to express that value and push back if if you need to. You know, to make people understand that you know if they chose you to do the work, then they should trust you to get the work done. Also, when you learn how to self advocate. You use your personal framework to set and manage expectations of other people. I mean, your family. I know, I know I have a lot of friends who have businesses and they're out of balance. Um, They allow their family or they choose to do a lot with their family, which, and there's nothing wrong with that. However, when you are out of balance and you're spending more time with family, then you can't build your business. If you are spending too much time in your business, then you cannot, you know, you're not paying attention or contributing to your family's needs. And so when you are in, when you've developed your personal framework, you can manage those expectations better. You can set them and manage them. For your colleagues, if you're at work, the same holds true. Um, You can set those, set and manage those expectations. When you are working with other businesses, collaborations, partnerships, and clients, you can set and manage expectations because you are operating within your personal framework and people appreciate that. They appreciate knowing where they stand with you, what you know, what it is they need to do to get the result that they want. And so when you learn how to advocate for yourself, it doesn't mean you have to be nasty, it doesn't mean you have to, you know, have attitudes and things, but it does allow you to operate within your personal framework and teach people how to treat you, set those expectations, and manage those expectations when necessary. So, to be more strategic in your business, I want you to use these three tips These three tips that I'm sharing with you as a catalyst. They are not the end-all, be-all, but they are a great start. You know, defining your niche and niching down. Don't be afraid to. You can't be everything to everybody. Creating content buckets so that you can have organic conversations with people to find out what it is they really want, categorize it, and then give it back to them the way you need to, operating in your zone of genius. And then 
advocating for yourself is a great, great way to be strategic right now because you can set and manage expectations and you can create those circumstances for optimal success and operate in your zone of genius. So it's just, it's a win-win for everyone. I want you to tell me about some of your out-of-the-box tips for being more strategic. I want you to leave a comment or review for this podcast down below. It just helps me in my standing in the podcast stratosphere. I love coming to you each week with my podcast, and I just want to make sure I'm giving you exactly what it is you want to hear or that you um, I'm answering your questions and helping you along the way. So make sure that you leave a comment or review. That is helpful. And I don't want you to forget about my announcement. October is a huge month coming up. I am going to be sharing actual lessons from my signature program that I will be launching very soon. And you only have access to those if you are a member of my community because that is the only place that I'll be sharing that information. And it's my birthday month, so I am sharing gifts each week, a new lesson each week, but I'm giving you the very first gift, which is my BU guide. You get that for immediate download. It's excellent. It is so helpful to you for leveraging your personal brand, and it also gives you a little bit of a bonus in the back because I'm talking to you about digital marketing. For those of you who are just scared of it, unsure of it, you know, and they you're ready to dip your toe in the water, it does give you a realistic view of what digital marketing should look like for your business so that you're not stepping out there thinking that it's post and they will come because that is just not true. Um, but I want you to grab that and um, as my personal gift to you starting right now, it adds you to my community. So don't forget to grab that because when you do it, it's going to put you in the right place to learn about my program. And it's going to help you with starting, scaling, and or sustaining your business. So if either of these are something that you want to do, definitely join my community today. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you for being with me here today for the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember here, we are consistently evolving and being open to failing fast. If you're not a follower of me on Instagram, go ahead and do that, AF Patrick, and then definitely check out my YouTube channel. Channel, Andrea Patrick official because a lot of times we are supplementing what we talk about here on the podcast over on my videos as a matter of fact this coming Saturday be sure to watch and subscribe over there because I'm going to go into a little bit more detail about self-advocacy and areas that you can use that in your life so don't forget to head over there on Saturday all right guys that's it for today thank you for listening to the CEO mindset podcast We'll be back next week. Remember, whether you're the CEO of your life, profession, or business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. Now let's connect outside of this podcast. Join me in the show notes where you'll find all of my social media profile information. Be sure to follow, like, and comment and engage with me outside of this podcast. I look forward to you being with me again next week. Go out there and get your CEO mindset on.